This is Think Queerly, and I'm your host, Darren Steele. I'm going to be talking about purpose today. And often I open the podcast with an explanation. But if I want to zero in on the purpose of what I do as a coach and in my uh, work on the podcast and in my articles, I help deep thinkers and creatives cultivate their uniqueness and potential to enjoy more peace of mind, acceptance, and freedom. But I want to get into one's personal purpose, that more, call it immediate, drive that may lead to other types of business purposes or a business mission, whether or not you're working for an organization or whether you have your own business and you're a creative entrepreneur like I am. So I'm titling this, What's the point of your purpose if it doesn't provide you with freedom, peace of mind, and joy? You see what I did there, right? (laughs) I'm connecting that back to my purpose because that's the work that I do that drives me and excites me, that wants me to write new content, to work with clients, to help people make a difference in the world. Because at least for me, I believe that if your, your bigger purpose doesn't inspire and compel you to make a difference in the lives of others, then then what's missing? And if you like a challenge, I might say, or I might ask, then what's the point? That might sound presumptuous, and I'm being a little playful with this, and I'm hope, I'm just hoping that you'll play along with me. Because a wise person once said, you have within you the knowledge and wisdom to overcome personal struggles and inequality. Love and accept yourself without conditions, and you will be loved and appreciated by others. I really like that quote because I wrote it. (laughs) So it wasn't some self-help guru, so maybe I'm a self-help person, but I'm not being hubristic or ridiculous. But I wrote that paragraph in early February 2020, and I was doing a 30-day intensive transformation program with a coach I work with, my coach Dax Moy, and it was pretty much near the end of the program, and it was about how to craft or draft your purpose statement. And that felt powerful to me, what I wrote, but something kind of felt like it was missing. So the next day in summarizing my work and what I was feeling, I I wrote a message to, to coach Dax Moy. And I said, I feel really underwhelmed by my purpose, purpose statement, but I don't see this as a failure. Answering the questions for this exercise that you asked were really insightful. And I saw a number of patterns that were throwing throwing up that were showing up in the course of my life. For example, when I reviewed my answer to your third question, what is it you've always wanted, needed, and secretly hoped that someone would say to you and why? I clearly and immediately saw the nature of my purpose. Part of my answer to the question was, I wish I had been told that I was okay that it was okay to be gay, that it was okay to look at other men with desire, that there was nothing wrong with me for being who I was born to be. 
I got choked up writing that. And even when I pasted that content here, to grow up in my formative years in the 1970s, believing that there was something wrong with me, that there were no visible gay role models at all, has certainly created behaviors of self-protection, fear, and shame. I have been writing and podcasting extensively about these topics over the last two years. It fucking sucks that anyone has to grow up oppressed or having to closet their true self. The harm that did to how I thought and behaved over the years has been an issue for me, an issue I have worked on for decades to resolve. But I also know that this is my gift. I see the world through the perspective of my life experience, and I continually seek to better understand what that means and to overcome any unconscious blocks. So after some back and forth, after I wrote that to Dax, I realized how actually powerful that purpose statement was and the simplicity of it was what was so powerful. A purpose statement doesn't always have to be something so grandiose. I think we're somehow trained by our capitalistic, success-driven society that if you want to be a change maker, if you want to make a difference in the world, you've got to be doing something so bombastic and people are going to read your mission statement on your website or your purpose and be like, oh my God, this guy's so freaking amazing. No, it's actually really simple, what most of us want. Most of us want relatively the same thing to different degrees and to different kinds of expression. All of us want freedom in some sense, which is why I always come back to, I help people enjoy more peace of mind, acceptance, and freedom. And one could argue that peace of mind is freedom from stress and acceptance is freedom from prejudice or lack of care or lack of love. So just to be a little tongue-in-cheek, so what's the purpose of me sharing my purpose statement with you? Well, wisdom is a, an interesting concept. I believe wisdom comes from lived experience combined with self-awareness and compassion and humility and vulnerability and open-mindedness and understanding of the human condition. It's a lot of things that we take in to have this wisdom that allows us to see things more broadly as they are and without judgment about how perhaps they should be. And we often think of wisdom as something associated with a much older person, maybe the sage or the priest or the rabbi or the person that's retired from university and is a professor emeritus or something like that. We may think that someone has to be in some kind of a leadership position, um, perhaps an elevated politician or, you know, the Tony Robbins of the world, if that's someone who you think is a wise individual, for example. And you might not. That's fine. <laughs> Occasionally, this might be true. But you can be a wise person at any age, so long as wisdom is an intersection of the human-hearted characteristics that I've mentioned those things like compassion and humility and open-mindedness. And I believe this is one of the major reasons I love coaching so much. I'm 
big on self-awareness, self-mastery, the, the living the exam at life. And I think it's just led me to doing coaching work uh, since I started personal training 15 years, closer to 20 years ago, and then left the, 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 the gym, so to speak, and went into the gym of the mind instead. Because it's about helping another person experience more freedom. And freedom is an extension of living your purpose in another sense. And coaching is a process that helps you get clarity, focus, and direction to transform your life for the better, to be more of the best of who you are. So I think that part of my skill as a coach and as a writer and as a deep thinker comes from the experiences, the histories, the... um, just call them the lesser things, for lack of a better word, that I'm mastering within myself, my weaknesses. Not that I over want to override weaknesses, because sometimes the things that are considered weak are actually our strengths. But when you teach others what you are learning while you are still learning and mastering that subject, you are creating what's called new neuro associations in your brain, which reinforces your understanding and and the mastery or the skill of what you are learning. And building more neuro associations is always easier if you're building on top of something you already have. So the hardest part of building a building, a house or an apartment block is digging into the ground and then drilling deep to put in uh, reinforcement posts. But once you have that done, then you're putting down bricks, you're putting down concrete foundations and you're building on top of it, you're building on top of it. And then have you ever noticed like a 50 story tower, how long it takes for them to do the foundations. And then suddenly you turn around one day and it's like, they've got the first story up. You come back in next week and it's like three stories tall. And you're like, how is this going so quickly? It's the same with neuro associations and building more connected um, neuro associations that help you understand how to master yourself in the world in which you find yourself or in your environment. So what is the wisdom of having a purpose then? Well, soon after I wrote that purpose statement that I shared with you at the beginning of the show, I realized I'd been making similar types of statements in my writing and in my podcast for quite some time about that which I coach around, which is namely acceptance. You know, I started my podcast and called it the Living Out Podcast, whereas I was focusing on living out the best of who you are through a gay man or a gay male and a queer perspective. And, and what are these unique gifts and insights that we bring into the world? So I began to see even more so that what I'm doing in this work, I've been doing all my life. And so I refined my purpose statement, my very personal purpose statement, to be something more simplistic and easy to read and remember. So it is, when you freely love who you are, you can freely create the life you want. And that sounds simple, doesn't it? But every time I say those words aloud or I read them, 
I feel the power inherent in that and how much more those words actually signify in, in combination, how they work together. Because consider this, what does it mean to freely love who you are? Well, it means that you love yourself without conditions. And in that self-love, you accept yourself for who you are. And then the wisdom of having a purpose statement is to know what drives you, what compels you on an emotional and a compassionate and at a humane level, the level in which you commune with other people, the way in which you want to interact and connect. And sometimes just that act of connection can be the difference in somebody else's life if you listen to something they say and, and provide them with connection and care and even love in that moment that they leave that interaction with you feeling better, uplifted, maybe even transformed. So wisdom in part is the continual contemplation and self-awareness of how true you are living in alignment with what your purpose means to you. Now, coming back to this idea of self-love, if you don't believe in yourself, who else is gonna? And that kind of sounds harsh, but no one will ever care as much about you as you care about yourself. No one will ever care as much about you as you do about yourself. And that's not the same thing as saying that people don't care about you or no one cares about anybody else. Instead, we simply have our own lives, our own well-being to take care of first before we can actually go ahead and fully support and care for someone else. So that doesn't mean that freely loving who you are is always easy, right? We sometimes hit roadblocks. We sometimes have self-doubt. Oftentimes that could be we're dealing with something from the past or it could be anxiety, fears about the future, or it could be we're in a very transformative stage in our life. We're taking on something new. We're challenging ourselves. And so naturally we doubt what we're doing. But coming back to that purpose that drives you in those moments of trepidation or concern, if you come back to what is really making you move forward, you'll have a different emotional response to to that observation when you look at the situation in your life through your purpose. So this kind of wisdom requires a very conscientious awareness of your situation in life and just recognize that you're not trapped by your experiences or your perceptions or your beliefs. You're not a rock. You're not a tree. You can always change. You can always get up and move. And if you don't know how, you can ask for help. There's so many fantastic books on personal growth and self-observation and self-mastery. And then there's all the work that I've been doing over the last number of years on my podcast and on my website to provide this kind of content, content to dig deep, to better know thyself, to understand what really drives you, and to create more peace of mind, acceptance, and freedom in your life. 
Now, sometimes, and I've done this, I did this for years in my life, we think that things outside of ourselves, outside circumstances, are the limitations on our freedom. And we say it's society, or it's prejudice, or it's racism, or it's religion, or it's the government, or whatever. But if you don't believe you can be free, then your limitations are internal. And that will restrict what you can do and how much you can develop as a person in your life. Because the greatest source of freedom comes from within, right? And freedom is also a concept that is different in every country and society across this planet. The idea of freedom is not universal. And you can live in the most oppressive regime, but your freedom still lives within the perception of who you are. Think of Nelson Mandela, who was in prison for how many years? 20 plus years, I believe. And yet, he still managed to have the freedom within his mind to think about the changes he would like to make in the world, of which he made many And the impact he had upon being released from prison was incredible. And it could have been in a completely different story where maybe he would have been released and no one ever heard from him again. So freedom starts with freely loving who you are without conditions for the quality or the quantity of love you express for yourself. Freedom is the perception and heartfelt understanding that who you are is now. Loving yourself freely at this moment is what grounds you and provides you with the foundation for moving forward. Loving yourself is the act of affirming who you are without judgment without any judgment from yourself or from anyone else. Not always easy to do, but you can remind yourself and practice this. So what is your purpose? And if you don't know, that's okay. Or if you don't feel compelled by the purpose you have, I can help. Maybe something that I've said here will inspire you to write down and start digging deep about things that you've always done throughout your life, Um, the consistent things that have interested you, that have given you joy, or the, the things you do that put you into the greatest kind of flow state. So my purpose as a coach is to help human hearted creatives cultivate their purpose and potential to experience freedom, peace of mind, and acceptance. And if you want to wake up in the morning excited about working on and fulfilling your purpose, doing what you love, doing more of what you love, then let's have a conversation. You can just head over to my website at darrensteel.com and go to the menu item, Working Together, or check out the link in the show notes where You can watch a short video and just request a free discovery session with me and we can talk about it. As always, thank you for listening. And if you can't think straight, think queerly.